Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. On today's episode, it is just me. On Thursdays, I speak about something in the fitness and health and medical realm, whether it's business or whether it's science that I want to elaborate on. Today, I'm going to be talking about leaving your job. When is the right time to quit your fitness job, your medical job, your health job? And I think the issue that people have mostly is just going on a new adventure that is what my thesis is here, and I'm going to break that all down. In the book, uh, Fitness Business 101, I talk about personal trainers, specifically whether you're jumping into the personal trainer industry or whether you are changing jobs within the health and fitness industry. They think, I'm losing all this knowledge, I'm starting over fresh, and that is not the case. I implore you to look at your career path as all of these different jobs that line up and they're represented by mason jars. So you have a bunch of mason jars. You have a lawyer mason jar. You have an artist mason jar. You have a personal training mason jar. You have a doctor mason jar. You have a nurse mason jar. And the mason jar, ultimately, your goal is to fill that mason jar with marbles. And marbles are going to represent experiences and facts and knowledge and all these things that you accrue over time. But what you've been doing unknowingly is dropping in marbles on all of these different jobs. When you learn how to work with people, you can drop a marble into almost any job, right? Because that's a skill set in the client-facing job opportunity that, that you're going to have anywhere. When you learn about the body anatomically, well, you can drop a marble into the nurse job, the doctor job, the the physical therapist job, the phys ed teacher job, a personal trainer job, all of these different things matter, right? When you're learning kinesiology and about the body. So you've been dropping tidbits of knowledge and in all these different career paths that you never even understood you were doing. So you're not coming into these career paths sort of on a blank slate, so to speak. You've you've learned and accrued knowledge over time from one career path that can certainly fuse with your new career path. So understand that. But, you know, really choosing to not decide, you have already made a choice. Uh, that is a line, I think the exact line from Rush is, if you, cho- if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Uh, and that's the thesis of today's episode. It was also a, a Penelope's tactic in waiting for Odysseus, stalling, in a sense, to make a choice because the real decision was already made. So many people in the health and fitness industry are stuck in a bad job. Why? Why are they stuck in a position that they do not enjoy, where they feel burnt out by, or they feel undercompensated for? Is it imposter syndrome? Is it fear of the unknown? Is it financials? I propose it's often none of those specifically, although it may be all of them. That sounds confusing. So let me get to the point. Again, accepting a new challenge is tough. That's really what this comes down to. People are afraid to accept the new challenge. Too often we think of how hard it is to start over when making a transition, but you're not starting over. That isn't the right calculus. If you're comparing your job to the next job, let's say, of what the dream situation could be down the road, you're going to likely make a pros and cons list. The that is, when you make that pros and cons list, if it doesn't match up to what you actually wanted, you're going to start adding more pros to the one side that you wanted and more cons to the side you didn't want. It's human nature. Why? Because your mind is likely already made up. If you don't believe me tonight, try assigning heads and tails to your dinner. Uh, put two things you like. Let's say Chinese food on heads and Thai food on tails. Then flip that coin in the air, and I guarantee midair, you're going to hope that it lands on one particular thing that you like more. Maybe it's Thai food. And when it does land, you're going to convince yourself that whatever it landed on, that you wanted that anyway. Russ Roberts, my favorite economist, talks about why eHarmony works. It's called the Matz problem. And he says it's simply by creating a costly sorting process. Their success in matching couples isn't based off putting together people who love Indian food, let's say, but it's rather that everybody who joins us to fill out this long time suck document, which in turn proves to them that they're invested in finding a marriage partner. You know, this match problem 
is not only for partners, but it's also for career path. And a lot of times, your path. And a lot of times, it just comes down to timing. But you know, the other less talked about variable is that looming question of is there something better? I'll, I'm going to stay out of that marriage lane for that question for the sake of this conversation. But in the world of occupations, there's always something better. The struggle is accepting the new challenge. People are always looking at their current jobs and how much they have learned or the routine they have made and their comfort levels. But I implore you to recognize everything you learn from your current job is not lost when you take on a new job. You're going to take lessons, both practical and otherwise, and be able to apply them to your next job or even an outright change in career path. We must look at the journey and be excited to venture down new roads rather than making a comparison between how comfortable you are and how long it will take to get that comfort level back. I do understand, though, the counter to this argument is if you're always looking for the next best thing, it's going to be really hard to craft a good career. You're going to be jumping from job to job. I, I, I understand that. And I'm not telling people to do that. However, there does come a point in your career where you must recognize growth has ceased. And you shouldn't fight the urge to think about taking those next steps. But when that time comes, you will likely fight that urge. And you're going to convince yourself that you've earned the comfort. For some of you, that may be just fine. Maybe you will be more comfortable there. But for most, I imagine you'll wish you made the jump earlier or you'll wish you made the jump at all if you didn't. You're going to look back knowing you stood at the end of that diving board for too long and the jump wasn't as scary as you imagined. We almost always know the decision that should be made intuitively. We don't need loads of data to tell us our jobs suck. We don't need spreadsheets to tell us we are unhappy. We just need to accept that the road ahead is bumpy, but it's the only road to take. This has been an episode of the Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform, and feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.